Welcome to another exciting episode of African Story, written and read by Richard Nichols. If you wish to contact the producer, you can send an email to poemscouch at gmail.com. Thank you. Humans and lions cross paths. As Jim stays in his vehicle, where safety is paramount in the park, with the wild outside the car door, and now other dangers like poachers ready to kill, human and animal alike. This to Jim was the only solution for him, the temptation to go out and help the police and park security would be mad if not insane. Back at the old oak tree were four lions and one leopard concerned over the sound coming from behind the old oak, which for years Skye had considered his safe zone, and what now? His biggest fear, humans, are invading his space and very well could be friends of Sunrise the Leopard. Kemp and Zondi find the unexpected, a dead policeman in the back seat, blood-soaked car mats and the very expensive leather seat covers ruined. Kemp calls for the forensic team to meet him at the scene so that all the DNA samples can be taken and fingerprints if any. Other members of the police service do a check on the old warehouse and find the body of a woman face down in her own blood. As DNA workups can only be done in the morning, they secure the area and the bodies are taken to the pathology lab, careful as not to destroy the evidence. The morning brings a new day in the park. The Lion family still concerned about possible human activities around or within the area of the den. But so far the sounds that were heard last night by himself and Sunrise have not got any closer for now. For Peter and Bob, the night trapped in a bush near to the lion's den was frightening and for that reason a night's sleep was impossible. As for Peter, he had only just got out of hospital and was now feeling weak. I think we need to go back to the old warehouse. I cannot understand how they managed to hold us there right under the nose of park officers who do patrols night and day. I reckon the policeman who came to find us with the help of the woman who demanded the ransom may very well be dead. It looks as if she had been taken into custody and now had agreed to help rescue us as part of a deal made with the state attorney's office, said Bob in a very low voice. Let's be on our way back, as the police were there last night, said Bob. They stand up and are about to make the walk back when something dropped on the floor. Peter picks it up. It was the cell that belonged to the lady in question. Could we not phone Jim? Peter in a low voice. A sound is heard. When they look, a young leopard is standing in front of them. The strange thing is the cat lay down in a playful way, looked at them, eyes closed and then open again. By this time Bob has managed to contact Jim on the cell. Bob tells Jim, we are in the bush behind the lion's den and have the company of sunrise. He is happy to see me. Be careful when you approach the area. Jim responds, nice to know you and Peter are well. 
closes the call and moves slowly off the road as he had returned to the same area as last night. He was about two kilometres away from Bob and Peter and radios the police and asks them to not approach as the leopard sunrise will get very upset by strangers getting too close to him. He is okay with human contact but is a wild animal after all said and done was his words to the police. Join me, Richard Nichols, for another exciting episode of African Story. Remember, you can send an email to poemscouch at gmail.com. Until then, goodbye.